the volume. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Goodyear Assurance Weather Ready. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Thank you to our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the 2024 Colin Coward Show. Panini America delivers a premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL, NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. Whether you're chasing rookie sensations or collecting timeless legends, Panini's got it. Panini America is also breaking new ground in NIL, featuring some of the biggest names in college sports. Turn first-round picks like Caitlin Clark, Angel Reese, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and more. Visit PaniniAmerica.net today. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. The Colin Cowherd Podcast brought to you by FanDuel. It's never been easier to play fantasy on FanDuel. Whether you love basketball, golf, soccer, or any fantasy sport, there is a contest for every fan. FanDuel, more ways to win. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Monday Morning Podcast. I will not be on TV or radio today, so uh, my thoughts will be on this podcast over the next hour. Uh, Matt Mosley, co-host of the Doomday Podcast. He's covering the Cowboys. Thoughts on the Big 12, Texas, Oklahoma, bolting. Let me briefly talk about what has happened in the Las Vegas betting markets as Aaron Rodgers, according to the betting markets, is going to retire at some point in the next week. I could easily take an anti-Aaron Rodgers jab for the next hour. I don't think the Packers are a terrible situation. Perhaps it's not the Chiefs or Brady in Tampa, but it's a far better situation from an offensive line perspective and a running game perspective than Russell Wilson's had the last several years. Green Bay develops O-lines. He's got a star receiver, a star back. It's a dysfunctional division. He's been given two offensive coaches. But remember, quarterbacks have become American royalty in American sports. Think about how sensitive just the fans in the media got when a mostly washed up Eli Manning was benched. It was a volcano of anger out of America's, big, America's biggest city. Never forget, Jimmy Garoppolo was a second round pick. By year two, Tom Brady went to the owner, Robert Kraft, and said, get him out of here. Big Ben has been upset multiple times 
when the Steelers take a quarterback in the second or third round who has no projection to play immediately. So when the Packers move up to get Jordan Love, basically saying he is going to be within a two-year window the starter. And remember, you don't draft a quarterback in the first round and not play him for three to four years. You want to take advantage of that window where he has a small cap hit. That's what Baker Mayfield has right now. That's why the, the Browns can pull in Jadavian Clowney, build the best offensive line, get Jarvis Landry and Odell Beckham. They're not paying Baker anything for another year. Same thing Baltimore's able to do with, at least for the time being, Lamar Jackson. Same for Buffalo and Josh Allen before he signs the big deal. So the reality is with Aaron Rodgers, Aaron is saying, listen, I've seen this happen before. I'm one of the best guys in the history of the game to play this position, and I am not going to sit here knowing you're going to bail on me in a year, and my replacement's two lockers down. We're not going to do that. Trade me. If you want to do that, I want out. That's where I side with Aaron Rodgers. Look at how sensitive New York got with Eli, Tom got with Garoppolo, Big Ben gets. I was talking to a general manager last week, Tom Telesco of the Chargers, and he said multiple times I had to go to Philip Rivers and say, we may draft a quarterback. Philip never liked it. Philip pushed back. And, and that was not going after a first round quarterback. That was, hey, we may draft somebody in the third or fourth round. So Aaron is sensitive, but all these guys are. It's like the joke Howie Long always tells me. It's like you can never have two Hall of Fame quarterbacks in the same room. One sucks out all the oxygen. So Aaron's just saying, okay, if you don't want to, you don't want to live and die with me for the next three years, I'm good. But get me out now. I'm not going to sit here and be a placeholder for a year knowing you're kicking me to the curb. That's where I totally side with Aaron Rodgers. I don't care if you're a, in a law firm. I don't care if you're a high school superintendent. Nobody wants to be replaced when they're in their prime. And Aaron may not be in his prime, but he's damn close to it. So Brady got sensitive. Eli got sensitive. Big Ben gets sensitive. Aaron Rodgers has a right to get sensitive. Now, I don't think the grass is greener for him. I think Green Bay is a really good situation, though not perfect because they need an edge rusher. And they're kind of, you know, they're like the post office. People still use it, but it's kind of outdated. That's what the Packers feel like. Yeah, they still win, but it's kind of an outdated model. Um, occasionally, you know, they got to get into their SEP IRA and spend some of that money and live a life. But let's not just make this Aaron's totally sensitive. All these guys are. All right. Also have some thoughts on the Olympics. So the Olympics have started. The USA lost to France, which I'm not shocked by. I picked the USA to win the silver. Uh, I did not think they would go unblemished through this. Maybe the best thing for them, actually, to clean some stuff up, take it more seriously, play with more urgency. But the Olympics had a 22-year television ratings low. And I said this years ago, um, I think I was on ESPN, where I said, I've become more of a World Cup fan than an Olympic fan. And people said, oh, that, you know, that's because uh, 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 ESPN has so much soccer. Well, actually, Fox has the World Cup, which is the only soccer that really matters. And in terms of a network, that's where you make your money. Here's why the Olympics do not mean as much to me. So when I was growing up, high school and college, when the Olympics came on, it was the only time you got three weeks of sports on television all day. Forget that it was curling. 
or downhill skiing. Nobody cared. If you were a sportsaholic like I was as a kid in the 80s, the Olympics was the only time you got sports on television and my mom would watch it because my mom was British. So she would, you know, she cared about European teams. My sister would watch it for the pageantry. So instead of fighting for the remote to watch a baseball game like I did the rest of the year, my family would watch sports. It was on. It didn't matter that I didn't care about 90% of the sports. Well, then cable television exploded in the mid 80s, the 90s, 2000 and beyond. Now there's sports on all day, every day, every league, every game. So the special, the uniqueness of that flood of sports isn't there. And now you're just left with sports you don't care about. So that the unique is gone and you're just watching fencing. And this has been happening not just to me, but for everybody for 20 years. The ratings keep going down. The World Cup, meanwhile, the opposite has happened. We didn't have any good players in the 70s and 80s. And globalization hadn't taken foot. The internet wasn't around. You, did, you just didn't know much about Brazilian soccer and the English Premier League. That has grown exponentially over the last 20, 25 years. You can turn on any sports network, Fox, ESPN, any network, NBC, and there is massive European soccer all over it. So it is not because I work at Fox that I watch more World Cup. I'm more of a soccer guy now because all these networks have bought into it because of the internet, because of the contracts with American networks, their soccer. You know, you, you, you covet what you see every day. You fall in love with what you see. Your first question in high school, right? It was the girl with the locker next to you. And so the reality is as soccer, an American sports fan, we've been inundated with soccer over the last 25 years in American television. I'm a bigger fan than ever. And the uniqueness of the Olympics is gone. We get sports every day, all day, every league, every game. And so I think what you're seeing is the World Cup has, in my opinion, among my friends, my 40 and 50 year old friends, they are all completely invested in the World Cup. They're English premier watchers. They, they watch, they'll watch MLS. I'll watch MLS and a little English, English premier. But my 40 year old friends, I can just tell you, will watch very little of the Olympics and will be a mile deep on the World Cup. All right. Thoughts on the Olympics and Aaron Rodgers. Now Matt Mosley, columnist in Dallas forever. He does the Doomsday podcast, popular Doomsday podcast with Ed Werder, ESPN. I've known Matt forever. Uh, when anything happens with the Cowboys in Texas with the Big 12, he's a Baylor guy. I always bring him in. All right. Let's start. We've got a bunch of topics, Matt. Let's start with this. Jerry Jones admits last week at a press conference he screwed up the dynasty first were you surprised he admitted it had he ever said that privately around you know the cowboy circles no he he'd never gone that far that that's that's as far as he's ever gone he's kind of joked about it but to say i should have been more deferential and i screwed it up now of course he sort of let that switcher story almost do tell the joke for him so he didn't have to make just an out and out apology but um i mean we've been around him a ton we've never heard him go that far what was the reaction in dallas with his comments well you know he had already been really emotional through that whole news conference and 
that's an old Jerry tactic. It's a it's kind of over the last 10 years as he's aged a little bit is to he, he sort of believes if he can cry a little bit. Now, I, th- I think it's pretty genuine, <laughs> but he leans into his tears a little bit because like when he says, I'll write a check, I would write a check for a Super Bowl in his mind. Well, the tears accompanying that, that's a big deal. But the thing about with, with Jimmy, um, I think the reaction was one of, of shock. And even a guy that, uh, you know, I do the podcast with Ed Werder that was back there covering those teams, I think was taken aback by that level of, I mean, everybody else has said it. Darren Woodson has told us that. Troy Aikman has said over the years, what would it have been like to have several more years and for Jerry to say it? And admit any fault um, is is pretty like I I think most of us are kind of worried about him. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny. People get older. They get a bit more melancholy. You're on the back nine. It's you know, everything hurts when you get up in the morning in, in, in Dallas, though. Is it is it largely understood? Did people hold it against Jimmy Johnson when he left or do they understand it? Well, at the time. It was, I think it was probably more Jimmy's fault. There's a big argument over that. But I just think Jerry was still so fresh off of the whole Landry thing that even with the Super Bowls, that it was easier for folks to blame Jerry because there was still some leftover resentment. And so when that happened, the blowback was more on Jerry and he was the one left to to have to wear that. And you remember he famously said, I could find 500 coaches who could win a Super Bowl for this team. And, um, and Jimmy let him have a try at it. We've all had that dream, right? Tie game, bottom of the ninth, bases loaded. Well, on FanDuel Sportsbook, you get more than one shot to swing for the fences because FanDuel is letting you place your first bet risk-free. That's right. New users get up to $1,000 back in site credit if your first bet doesn't win. And it only gets better from there. Check out FanDuel's new promo live every Tuesday. It's called $5 Dinger Tuesdays. Place a $25 wager, 25 bucks or more, on any player to hit a home run on Tuesday and get a $5 bonus in site credit for every home run hit in the game, max 25 bucks. I'm gonna go with Fernando Tatis Jr. at home against Oakland on Tuesday. That's my $5 Dinger Tuesday bet. There's a reason FanDuel Sportsbook is America's number one sportsbook. The app is simple to use. I've said it before. I use it every day. Great odds on different betting markets. Unique, fun bet types. Same game parlay. Best thing on the market. Same game parlay. Always on promotions to let you get more action of every game. And when you win, FanDuel will pay your winnings in as little as 24 hours. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app and sign up with the promo code Colin. That's key. Colin. C-O-L-I-N. That's me, Colin, to get in on the action. That's FanDuel Sportsbook. Promo code Colin. 21 plus and present in Colorado, Indiana, or New Jersey. Must wager in designated offer market. $10 first deposit required, 150 max bonus. See full terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gaming problem? Call 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, and 1-800-GAMBLER in Jersey.
let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Continental Tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Continental test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, <laughs> hey, hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah. But I mean, like, like John Cena got him. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self, and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. As we pivot now into this year, uh, the NFL basically came out like Thursday and Friday and said, yeah, get vaccinated or there'll be new rules for you. And it's fairly obvious that if you're a borderline player at the 53 man cut and you're not vaccinated, you're done. If you're a star, you're Cole Beasley, you know, whether he's a star or not, but he's a very vital top slot receiver for Buffalo. You know, Cole Beasley is not going to get vaccinated. He'll probably hang around. But a borderline player 
will not. I mean, if, if I can choose vaccinated or not vaccinated for a gunner on special teams and they're close, I'm going vaccinated. Do we know every cowboy coach, I believe, is vaccinated? Mm-hmm. Is that true? And what's the rate, do you think, among cowboy players? You know, interestingly, I think Mike McCarthy offered his players some cover saying that he was hesitant to get it. And so I think we live in such a polarizing world right now. It's kind of like, oh, you didn't get it. You're stupid. You know, like there's no middle ground. There's no conversation about this at all. And so McCarthy sort of said, I had some issues with this and it took me a while. I believe the whole coaching staff has it. I believe Jerry's playing fast and loose with like a handful of guys haven't been fully vaccinated. I think (laughs) I think he's counting guys who may have had their COVID test to make sure they don't have COVID. You know, he's also obviously counting the people that have had the first uh, shot. And what's what's weird to me in this whole thing, I think we're finding out more, Colin, people that got the first vaccination just said, I think that's enough. I think I'll stop right here. And my, my thought is yeah. like, if, okay, if you want to have an argument and don't want to do it, I don't come on here. I don't try to like tell everybody what to do. But if you do go to the trouble to get the first one, it doesn't make a ton of sense to me not to get the second one. And I, <laughs> and, right. and I think part of that is there was so much talk about people getting sick and having a little bit of a bad reaction to the second one. I mean, I'd heard a little bit of that. And so I probably yeah. I was taking, you know, I was just knocking down Advil and NyQuil right after I had the second one. I'm like, I'm going to ward this off. I, I, I'm not right. going to allow this to happen. I did fine. Um, it was kind of groggy from all the NyQuil, but I, I, I hung in there. I, I think Jerry and a lot of the NFL is fudging the numbers on this thing. I do find it fascinating that a coach has been, I mean, like thrown overboard, basically. I mean, now that was that got everybody's attention. It's one thing, even star players to react. Oh, I don't want to do this. I can't believe they're making me do this. If guys are going to get paid, they're going to get in line. I don't think guys are going to retire over the vaccination, but a coach losing his job over it. That really made things real for me. I was like, Whoa, I didn't. And I thought Jerry would walk a fine line. You know what I think Jerry did Colin? I think I, he and Michael, Irvin are extremely close. That's what I've heard. I, I, I'm not so sure that Jerry and Michael hadn't talked before Michael's comments. I'm not saying he told him to go off and rip anybody or anything like that. I'm simply saying that they are very close. And even though Michael basically called people out and said, the guys that aren't haven't hit the threshold, they don't want to win a Super Bowl badly enough. Jerry, given the chance to kind of walk that fine line, said, I agree with everything Michael said. So I I think it's easier for Michael to send that message than for Jerry to come out that strong. I mean, Jerry does not want to be the bogeyman and and scare his guys, scare his players, but he doesn't mind Michael doing it. So I right. I, I kind of I say every once in a while I, I start thinking, I think those guys might have been working together a little bit. Yeah, well, it's I don't think it's um, 
I think you're probably right. I, th- I think Jerry, through the years, has people carry his message. Jerry takes somebody out. They have a martini. He talks. A broadcaster, any broadcaster, is close with Jerry. And I don't think it's even deceptive or manipulative. I think the reality is when Jerry talks to any broadcasters in town and he feels a certain way over the course of the next day when you broadcast the game, <laughs> you know, you you will move into that direction and you've heard Jerry's voice. So I, I think... I think what you're saying carries a lot of water, not just because it's you, Matt, but I I think Jerry's done that through his life. He's a salesman and salesmen work at a bar. They work at a podium. They work in the locker room. And Jerry sells his message to anybody that will listen of note. And, And I think he believes in some way he has the power to drag the NFL through this. When he brought up that they had 24% of all attendance in the NFL last season, uh, that was his way of saying the Dallas Cowboys, we've done our part. And, and I think he takes great pride. I mean, like when, when you talk to Fox employees or ESPN, whoever, when you talk to these folks, I mean, they know how hugely important the Cowboys are. Jerry eats that stuff up. And so it's very important to him. Part of his speech the other day was saying the Dallas Cowboys are open for business. I don't care if the Delta variant has come to Ventura County. We're going to find a way and we're going to open this camp. So and what, call this narcissism, call this him being a little out there, whatever you want to call it. He literally believes him showing up and holding a public camp in, in Oxnard, California, is like a big deal, like like means a lot to the NFL. And meanwhile, like, was it Pittsburgh? They couldn't even get the, like, they were like, no, y'all can't go down there. Y'all can't go to wherever it was, or Latrobe or wherever. You, you can't do that. Jerry, oh, you want to spend a month in Oxnard? Yes, we will approve that. One Cowboy player comment or a question before we get to the Big 12, which you're really tied into. Dak Prescott preseason said he wants to play. Will he and how much? If he does... I mean, it, it'll be two or three series in that third game. Now, of course, they've got the Hall of Fame game, so that throws things off a little bit. But um, and by the way, now we have all these different, you know, amount of games and all that's going to. But I, I would say, Colin, if he plays more than one game, I will be shocked. And I've seen them have to ease quarterbacks in that are coming off injuries. They had it with Romo. But this is a big one. But now he wants this is an interesting one because he feels like to show leadership. I mean, the, much like Jerry, Dak feels like his very presence rallies people. And I think his, the locker room buys into that. And I think there's part of him that thinks I've got to be out there at some point in the preseason to give my teammates confidence in me. I think that's foolish. I, I think probably what Jerry wants to do, and we'll see, and McCarthy has to step in line, stand in, you know, Jerry probably doesn't want to play him at all. And I think Steven's on board with that. Um, and I think there'll be a little bit of uh, battle of wills on, on this one. All right. So let's segue now into the Big 12. So the story comes out this week that for the last six months, the SEC, and not a shock here, hyper-aggressive is going after Texas and Oklahoma. The Big 12 
is essentially the Mountain West Conference with humidity uh, without Texas and Oklahoma. I mean, that's what it is. So my first reaction to it is, you know, they're saying is it just means more in the SEC. They're just trying to assemble the biggest brands. They don't know how it's going to shake out. Nobody knows how it's going to shake out. But the SEC saying, listen, however it shakes out, we're going to have the best assets. And if you guys want to do realignment, if the NCAA wants to step in, because what, what's happening with the SEC? I heard a rumor today from a very reliable source. The Big Ten's going after USC hard, hard. So my takeaway is the SEC and the Big Ten are saying, we don't know how it shakes out, Matt. We just want the best assets. So, you know, it's funny. Mike Leach years ago made a prediction. He said, I think we're going to end up with a Pac-12, the Big Ten and the SEC, and then some little Northeast conference. And the conferences won't matter as much. We'll have an expanded playoff. And, you know, if one conference has six of the 12 teams, they do. I've always thought that Texas and USC are two of the biggest glamour brands in the sport. They don't win as much as people think historically, but they're so valuable. Great cities, Austin, Texas, Los Angeles. They're, they're, they're sexy. They're not rural. They're not Southern. Um, I'm not shocked by this. What was your initial reaction? Let's start with that when the story broke. Well, I'm reacting to this USC news right now, and I'm just hoping the Trojans have the academics to get into the, the Big Ten. You know, they really <laughs> love to brag on their research, their research grants, and you've got to be a, a, a certain level. So let's hope USC has the academics to get in there. No, that's fast. That's very interesting to me. I would like to, if the Big Ten's looking, I would like them to look at Baylor if they truly wanted, a, a, you know, an academic bastion, my alma mater. Now, my initial reaction was this is the most Texas thing ever. And what you said is so right. There's two things that are happening. Two teams are going in there. There's a football program with OU with wins constantly. And there's a brand. And I mean, there are people I mean, the the. the the, the UT brand, I get it. It's a big deal. They bring in a bunch of money. I'm just interested. The brand may be huge, but you'll get, you'll get swallowed alive if you go in there and they play like they have in the Big 12 in their sixth or seventh. Um, and I mean, right now, they would be like fourth in whatever, whatever they end up in, in the West or fifth. I mean, that's where they are. That's kind of what level they've been yeah. playing at. Seventh, eighth. So, yeah. I mean, A&M has actually gotten pretty good. I mean, they're going in this year as whatever, expected to be number maybe four or five of the country. So this thing's paid off for them. I just think it's hilarious. The way we see this in Texas is they can't stand for little brother, which is A&M, to go and have all this success and enjoy the riches and the whatever that come with the SEC. They, they just couldn't stand it anymore. And they had to go jump in and and what you got to know about ut they may be a great brand what they also are are home wreckers and they screw up everything they join and they in the big 12 gave them everything they possibly could have wanted like the longhorn network nobody else got anything what did OU get i mean i don't even think anything exists up there like as far as like a, a special network we got the rest of us got third tier rights which means nothing I mean, literally, you don't, you know, like, it's like watching stuff without broadcasters. I mean, there's, it's, it's horrible. And then they get their own network. 
It's not great. It's not a great network, but it, they got it. So they've been given everything in the world they want. So it's just never enough. So what I tweeted about the other day, and most, you know, a lot of my Twitter stuff is jokes, but the thing that I'm being truthful about is people thought I was joking. Within two or three years, Texas expects every single one of those schools to report to it. They really do. And people say, well, they'll have to fall in line. That won't happen. That's who they are. So you say they're the biggest brand, the USC. And, and brand, I saw something today that you maybe you retweeted it. It was like some bill in the billions or whatever. Their brand is the biggest right, right above Alabama. But you got to you actually have to win in the SEC to remain relevant. Yeah. And they didn't even win in the Big 12, a, a conference that, quite honestly, is putting out no NFL players in, in, in Texas. Couldn't win three titles in 25 years. And we're supposed to yeah. be in the SEC. We're supposed to. Be, oh, my gosh. In the SEC. Sark. I mean, you guys on the West Coast, y'all know Sark. I mean, Washington. USC, he rehabbed his image because he went to Alabama. But do we all think that Sark is going to show up at Texas and just roll? I don't see it. And so I think they're stepping into it. it, it their fans will get excited for te temporary, and then they're just going to go get run. Well, yeah, I mean, they're not Alabama. They're not Oklahoma. Right now, they're not Georgia. They don't have that kind of NFL personnel or LSU. Uh, I kind of put them in the um, Florida, Texas A&M category. But to your point, Jimbo Fisher in the last two recruiting classes, I have them number five on my preseason. I jot down teams like, you know, I, I read my Phil Steele and I kind of make my own list. And I think Texas A&M looks like five or six to me in the country. And I think Texas feels more like 18, 19, 20. So there I agree. I like Sark more than you, but we agree. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Michelin tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Michelin test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? 
That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. A serious question here. I don't know if anybody cares about the Big 12 if Texas and Oklahoma leave, but what would happen to like a Baylor? Baylor just won a national championship in basketball. Baylor wins a lot of football games. Baylor puts a lot of guys in the NFL. What happens to Baylor and Texas Tech? What happens? Well, I need you to get a hold of this new commissioner in the Pac-12, George, however you say his last name, Klyakov, Klyakov, and and they've got to find a place. You're right. The national sometimes then like ACC that would resonate in the ACC, a team that just won the national title and has a good basketball program. UNC, obviously basketball will always come first. So that would resonate some, but football drives all this so much that I'm not even yeah. sure it would matter. Baylor's coming off a poor season. The season before that, Baylor won 11 games with the sugar bowl, played Georgia uh, under Matt rule. Matt rule just got, you know, got the top of Carolina after that. So I, I don't even, Sadly, a private Christian school that he, that wins in sports in a lot of different sports, it still comes down to what is your brand. And while we're the biggest Baptist university in the country, Colin, um, you know it doesn't match up with Notre Dame. We can't go independent like them. We don't have that kind of. I mean, BYU's made a mistake. They went independent. That's that's a you know it's a huge mistake. They can't they can't really justify that. Certainly, we couldn't either. So. Uh, what Baylor Tech and TCU have to do is try to band together. The problem is, Colin, when the Big 12 was formed, Baylor had the governor of the state, the lieutenant governor. The lieutenant governor was also a Texas Tech grad. He was a Baylor law grad. And the governor, Ann Richards, was a Baylor grad. And they both dragged Baylor and Tech into the Big 12. I'm, yes. I'm not liking our lawmaker situation right now. I don't think we're as well positioned. I'm trying to get some people elected like overnight, but I, I think we're I think we're running out of time. <laughs> so um, will you head to the cowboy camp in Oxnard soon? That's a thought. We've got some travel uh, conflicts, but um, I kind of want to see. I think there's an, uh, a scrimmage. I think the Rams are going to show up in Oxnard and have a little um that's always interesting with a with a pandemic kind of get a couple of teams together but uh, i was really wanting to to run by for that so yeah there is a there is a decent chance i'll be there uh here in a, uh, in like eight days all right connect with me in la when you're out here buddy it's your daughter's birthday today i'm gonna let you go on a sunday night and i appreciate you doing it thanks for the cowboy and big 12 hey, thank you very much happy birthday to parker mosley all See right, you, I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for having me. Great stuff, Matt. You bet. Follow us at The Volume Sports on Twitter and Instagram. Rate, review, subscribe. Good stuff.
volume. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events... You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.